Welcome to episode 7 of Suncast, the official podcast of Somos Unidos News and your source for the latest news on New Mexico United. I'm your lone host this week, Seth Bidoff, and due to some technical issues, unfortunately we can't bring you a full-fledged episode, but since, since it is match week, we don't want to leave you empty-handed. As many of you know, Jacob has been going through a move recently, and as of earlier this week, he still doesn't have internet at his new house, so hopefully Jacob will be back with us on the next show. It's been a busy couple of weeks, not just in our personal lives, but also for United. Normally, we'll go through and give you recaps of all the matches that have happened, uh, but since it's just me tonight, we'll just do a brief overview of what happened in the first two matches since the restart. We've had some not-so-great news surrounding the club that came out in the last week and a half or so, and we'll also give you a brief preview of the next match against El Paso. Before we do that, though, I do want to remind everyone we do have written content over at dadventuresmedia.com forward slash Somos Unidos. Jacob and myself both put up content regarding New Mexico United. There's also a blog about our lives as dads and video game news and reviews over there as well. All right, enough housekeeping. Just me tonight. Let's get right into it. First up, we have to go over, we have to talk about the latest news to come out regarding the club. Uh, It came out earlier this week that two of the New Mexico United matches have been postponed until later this season, and or at least one, I should say, while venues have changed for some others. So the series with the Real Monarchs SLC has some new dates and new venues now. Uh, the match that was originally scheduled to take place next week on the 29th has been postponed until September, and that now leaves United with, I believe, a six-match homestand to close out the season. And the earlier matches against Real, um, August 19th and August 22nd, those are both going to be away matches now, while the Real matches on September 12th and September 30th will be hopefully at the lab. Um, That brings us to the next point. We don't know what's going to happen with United at the lab. As of right now, the club is not prepared to play any matches at home, not due to their own... um, issues, but due to the recent order from the governor of New Mexico, Michelle Lujan Grisham. Um, The state is still undergoing some very strict lockdown procedures due to the coronavirus, and as of right now, the governor has stated that New Mexico United may not be able to play any matches at home this season, which is leading to already this one postponement and changes the venue. So hopefully something changes between now and the now next home match for United. Um, Otherwise, we don't know. Uh, I'll know El Paso has been tossed around as a possible site to play their games and to train, but who knows what's going to happen with that. I mean, El Paso has not necessarily been a great area in terms of uh, COVID uh, negative testing. Uh, They've actually had some very high test numbers over the past few weeks. Um, so I don't know, hopefully the club gets everything figured out. I don't believe they actually came home after the last match. I believe they stayed in El Paso, um, and continue to train down there. So hopefully the effects of being away from home for a significant period of time doesn't really come into play, um, this year, especially since United had experience with that last year and learned how to deal with being away from home for, uh, stretches at a time. The other bit of news that we want to get to, um, Again, not so great news uh, surrounding the club. 
Last week it came out that uh, Manny Padilla had been suspended by the club until further notice, pending a investigation into a sexual assault uh, issue that came up while he was uh, at the University of San Francisco. Um, you know, from both Jacob and myself, we both believe that um, you know the club is going to do the right thing. We trust the club to make the decision that needs to be done. Um, from what I've gathered, it appears as though uh, Manny did have some sort of punishment while he was in college for this. Um, what the club decides to do at this point, I don't know. Um, as far as we know, Manny is still suspended for this week's match against El Paso and further into the future. Uh, whether or not Manny returns still remains to be seen. Um, either way, um, you know, we can say here that we don't condone acts of that nature. Um, it, it's not, they're just not okay. So whatever the club feels is necessary um, to do regarding Manny Padilla in the situation, I trust that they're going to make the right decision. And hopefully, I mean, from a fan perspective, hopefully Manny comes back. But as someone who disagrees with the actions that happened, um, maybe the club does need to take some sort of action. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe the club will determine he's already served his punishment, so to speak, for that. So, all right, negative news out of the way. We do have um, a quick Group C update as of the time of recording. Uh, New Mexico United currently sits third in the standings in Group C. Uh, Real, uh, sorry, El Paso, of course, sits on top with five points. Colorado, by some means of tiebreakers, sits in second place uh, on four points. And New Mexico United also sits uh, with four points there in third place. And then Real is bringing up the, the rear with one point currently after dropping points to Colorado last weekend. Uh, I believe they held a 2-0 or 3-0 lead in that match, and Colorado Springs came back to earn the draw and um, really stifle the, the the Real Club for a good portion of that match. So uh, that's where we stand in Group C right now. Uh, the other bit of good news that came out, uh, Salih Muhammad was named, uh, was awarded the goal of the week for week number three in the USL Championship for his absolute rocket of a shot against Colorado Springs. Um uh, just absolutely incredible play from Salih. First career goal garners him goal of the week honors for week three in the USL championship. Uh, also of note, Chris Weehan was named to the team of the week for both weeks three and four for his play against Colorado and El Paso in those two matches. So congratulations, guys. Uh, tremendous honors uh, for both players, and hopefully they continue that form as the season marches on. So real quick to go over the last the last two matches since the restart, uh, everyone knows that New Mexico Horse did defeat Colorado Springs Switchbacks FC by a final of two to one. Uh, as we already mentioned, Salim Muhammad uh, opened the scoring with his first career goal, absolute rocket um, from around 35 yards. Um, big congratulations to him. And then Chris Weehan finished out the match with a win uh, or with a goal to seal the win for United in that one. Uh, that was his first of the season, and he is well on his way to hopefully matching, if not exceeding, his goal total from last year. 
Um, New Mexico played pretty well against the Colorado side that has improved a lot in the offseason. You know, new coach signed in the fall of last season, and they are adapting quite well to that system over there. Uh, just looking at their results so far um, this season, even before the break and play. Also, last week we all know that New Mexico and United played to a. I'm sorry, New Mexico United and El Paso played to a two-two draw. Uh, once again, New Mexico United jumped out to a first-half lead, uh, thanks to the high press and a, the very good poaching ability of Chris Weehan to uh, run the high press and force a mistake out of the uh, out of the El Paso back line and their and their keeper uh, to give the United an early goal. The United of course then uh, allowed two goals just before the half uh, to put El Paso on top two to one. Now it is worth mentioning that both of those goals arguably could have been offside calls. The first one not quite as much as the second but the neither um, neither neither goal was disallowed. And so United had to, of course, fight from behind to try to get a match, uh, try to at least salvage a point from that match, which they did um, later on in the match. United was able to level the score again in the 76th minute, this time on a penalty that was converted by Devin Sandoval. Once again, Chris Rehan was involved in the play, uh, drew the foul, and Devin took the shot and, of course, buried it um, just out of the reach of um, Logan Ketterer to earn United a another point on the season. So two matches in since the restart, New Mexico United is currently undefeated in those two matches. They're going to look to continue those ways as they go into the second of four matches under the new um, uh, under the new format designed for the 2020 season uh, against El Paso. Um, so again, you know, we we talked on the show uh, the last time we recorded about how. El Paso we needed to find a way to recover from losing uh, Jerome Kiesewetter and some of their other uh, top-notch players that they had last season. They seem to have found some very good talent, specifically uh, Omar Salgado, who is, of course, returning to the club on loan again, and then Dylan uh, Mares. Dylan Mares was just an absolute terror for United uh, last time out as he put, uh, I believe it was two shots on target, uh, five total shots towards goal, and then he also had three successful crosses, and I believe it's five chances created. So Dylan Mara's um, proven score uh, in his USL career. He's definitely someone to watch out for. Um, and my personal thoughts are that I don't believe we see the high press again, at least not to start the match from United. I think perhaps we'll see it um, switched on you know, either at some point during the first half or coming out of the break. I feel like the high press was extremely helpful for United. I think it put them in a, in a good position, which we've seen uh, going back to last year. United seems United definitely plays much better when they're ahead than they are when trying to come from behind. Uh, so I think that for for United is key there. They want to focus on uh, Salgado, focus on, on Mares, and then you want to get out to a fast start. We said it a lot last year. Uh, we've said it in our writings this year. We've talked about you know, United has to get out on the on the right foot. They have a tendency to come out a little bit flat-footed, and that hurts them in the long run. So if they can come out, they can take care of those four keys. I think that's going to be just absolute tremendous weight off their shoulders. It's going to help them moving forward through this match and the others coming up in in the following weeks. In terms of 
players to watch for United. Um, it'd be easy to say, you know, Devon or, or Bees, and I think that those are great choices, but I think it's going to come down to someone like Amando Moreno or even Andrew Tanari, you know, so one, of the, one of the new guys coming in, making an impact, you know, finding, you know, the finding the space that they need to get into, work, work the ball forward, find Bees, find Devon, or maybe even get themselves into a position where they can they themselves can take a shot. Uh, Armando Moreno is just a tremendous talent. I think he's going to be very, very big for United this season. Um, he's had a few chances so far, hasn't been able to convert anything, but you know, new system. They, these guys, these guys haven't really trained uh, as a club a, a whole a lot before the the season, the actual season restarted. So I think as we go forward through the season, we're going to see an improved level of play, not only from United, but also from the other clubs around the league. Um, how United responds to that, how they go about their business, that's going to determine what happens. Um, later on when we're looking at playoff spots. Now, it certainly doesn't hurt the fact that United has, I think it's six home matches in a row to end the season. Um, if, those are, if, in fact, those are played in the lab, United had a very good home record last season uh, compared to playing on the road. So that's the keys of the match. You know, you got Armando Moreno is going to have to get some touches on the ball. He's going to have to create some chances. Uh, United defensively is going to have to shut down Omar Salgado, Dylan Mares, and keep those guys just occupied all night long. Um, with the suspension of Manny, I, I don't know yet if we're going to have Rashid or um, I think it was David who were out on injury last week. I don't know if they're going to be back yet. We'll probably find out late tomorrow. Um, but in the meantime, I you know Josh Suggs could step in. I know he didn't travel to Colorado Springs. Um, I have not seen if he traveled. I don't remember if he traveled to El Paso or not, but Josh Suggs um, could make his first appearance since the restart. Um, and I think that Josh would be a, a big, big help on the back line, uh, keeping bigger guys like Salgado or Fox um, out of the, you know, out of the, out of scoring opportunities. So my prediction for this week, um, New Mexico United is going to beat El Paso 2-1. Uh, I won't go so far as to predict that the goal scored. I think there's just too much uh, too many probabilities as to what could happen. Maybe something goes wrong. Maybe you know someone gets an own goal, whatever. Um, but yeah, that's my prediction. <sighs> that's my prediction. The Mexico United two one over El Paso in the second of four matches between these two teams this season. Um, so, like I said, guys, very quick to the point show tonight. Uh, unfortunately, again, Jacob is not with us. Uh, we had an idea. It, it didn't pan out, unfortunately. So we'll be back on Tuesday with our next full episode of the Suncast. I do want to remind you guys before we get out of here, though, that you can get in touch with us across social media, across our website. Um, you can find us on social social media. We are uh, at the Suncast on Twitter. There's also the Somos Unidos News account. We are also on Instagram at Somos Unidos News. And if Jacob ever gets around to it, we will have a Somos Unidos, or maybe there already is a Somos Unidos News group on Facebook. Uh, I'm not very active on there, as we've talked about before. So go check it out. See what's out there. Be sure to you know, follow us and get in touch with us those ways. If you have any questions for Jacob or myself or comments about the show, about the matches, 
We would love to hear from you. We'll get those on the air. You can even go uh, to our website, davventuresmedia.com forward slash somosonitos to see all of our written content. You can interact with us there as well. You can email either Jacob or myself. It's seth at, at dadventuresmedia.com or jacob at dadventuresmedia.com. And we will check those and we'll get, we'd love to get some feedback from you guys, get some questions and stuff on the air as we go forward with this. And of course, as always, be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share the podcast on whatever podcast directory that you are using, whether it's Apple, Google, Spotify, Pandora, wherever. If we're not there, we should be, we are on all of those. And if you're on a podcast player that you're using and we are not, if we're not there, please let us know. We will get on it and make sure that we get onto every possible platform that we can. So thank you guys so much for listening in today. Again, I know it's a little bit of a different episode, a little bit of an odd episode possibly. It's never our intention to bring you uh, something like this or bring a a solo episode. Not there's anything wrong with those, but, you know, we are a partnership. We are Somos Sonidos News, and we want to give you guys high-quality content each and every week. We're We're hoping that Jacob gets his internet turned on so that we can give you guys the quality content that you deserve um, so again, thank you guys so much. Um, tune in Friday night, 7:30 Mountain Time, New Mexico United versus El Paso Locomotive FC on ESPN Plus, and we will be back after the match with a full recap and then a look ahead to the next match against Oklahoma City Energy FC. You've been listening to Suncast, the official podcast of Somos Unidos News. All of our shows are recorded live from Albuquerque and Los Lunas, New Mexico, are written and produced by Seth Bidoff and Jacob Terrell, and are edited by Seth. Special thanks to Jeff, too, on YouTube for the music you hear in every episode. All episodes are recorded and edited using Clean Feed and Audacity. All of our shows are proudly hosted on Pinecast.